This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Jason Glick, what's going on? You're you're the podcast is named after you. Yes, as <laughs> as it has been for quite a while now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, what do you have on tap tonight? All right. So this is something that you know I hadn't specifically planned for, but then when I realized that, hey, wait a second, this is a series that has finished up. I should probably talk about it, like on the podcast. And uh, that is um, Wonder Woman Earth One by Grant Morrison and Yannick Paquette. Um, for those of you unfamiliar with um, DC's Earth One series, it's basically a, a continuity-free um, multiverse or uh, like multiverse-free um, reboot of a character spearheaded by a specific creative team. Um, pr- prior, prior to Wonder Woman, we've got we've had takes on. Um, it's like on Superman, Batman, Teen Titans, Green Lantern, but um, Wonder Woman. It's like has been like particularly notable in the sense that it's basically starring features an A-list creative team, specifically Grant Morrison. It's like, and it's like, and the second artistic collaborator Yannick Yannick Paquette, like who have not tackled the character pr- pr- um, previously because Morrison has he's written Wonder Woman before. It's like in the pages of 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 JLA. But um, he's not actually tackled her. It's like on an ongoing, on, ongoing basis. So basically, to, uh, to for him, to, like to uh, you know get um, carte, carte blanche to uh, to reinvent the character for um, like this like continuity free free reboot. It's kind of a big deal, or at least it was like you know way back when this volume one launched in um it's like in May of um two thousand of tw- excuse me of um. Tw- of 2016 yes this this is almost this is like quite a while ago it's like and that's kind of my problem problems this series but um but to uh but to establish things um the first volume it's almost kind of like a disney princess style take on um dina thanisera it's like it starts off with um it's like on the very first page with um with hercules it's like you're bringing like i'm bringing your mother hippolyta to his to his knees, basically saying, like, yeah, now, like, I'm going to be the, you're going to be, like, my woman, it's like, and I'm going to, like, rule over all you people, all you men, all, so I can show you, like, what man's world is like, and naturally, it's like, Hippolyta is having none of that, and she's able to defeat, defeat Hercules, and, and in doing so, Usher, like, realizes that, day, hey, you know, it's, like, the only proper world that can, that we can have is, like, one that is, like, you know, that is female-centric, and one run by by only women so she takes takes all the survivors and decamps to paradise island where they live for like the next three thousand years where she also like you know raises her daughter diana um like from like from clay as is like you know the traditional like, you know, like origin of wonder woman at least that's what we're told initially but you know once you know what um diana um she's kind of she's she's got this rebellious streak and she wants to like know more about you know like the world world outside it's like and she doesn't just want to be it's like you know like the uh like just you know like the like her mother's daughter who was born of clay and just has the specific role to play within this society and then she gets her big break when a uh, plane from man's world crashes like on it's like on paradise island and she uh she rescues this man steve trevor who in the in a big change from like previous incarnations of the character is african-american as opposed opposed to white so she so while she tries to heal him it's like she realizes that she can't do that and she needs um man 
the, the medicine of man's world in order to do this. So after defeating um, defeating one of her sisters in like a tr in traditional combat that she she is supposed to lose, she she winds up getting the uh, not quite the permission, but the means to uh, leave um, leave Paradise Island and go to man's world and like basically to save save Steve Trevor, but also realize that my God, it's like it's this horribly this is a horrible backward backwards backwards um place it's like where like you know it's like where women like women are left to die it's like in it's in, in hospitals it's like because like man's world's medicine is not as advanced as how it is on Par paradise island it's like it's like in how it's like how like men will like initially will always go to like resort to violence as the first resort rather than the last resort when it comes to you know, like solving problems, which is why she's greeted with um, the United States Army. It's like when she um, like brings Steve to a to a hospital, and they wanted like, hey, you know, we need to come back here to answer some questions. And well, she uh, she fights back and all, and realizes that you know, hey, hey, this this world is like not not worth my time. But on her way back, she rescues a, a group of sorority girls, um, the Beta Lambda girls, and who one of their members is um, is a. Is old time um, Wonder Woman ally at a candy that I can reimagine here as a as a um, energetic plus sized girl. It's like who's always who's got the the ener energetic like energeticness and positivity. It's like to uh, convince Wonder Woman that hey, you know, maybe there's like there is like another way to uh, it's like to like to uh, attack this to help with this world. It's like you know, woo -woo, as she's um, prone prone to going. So it's so like they, it's like she shows Wonder Woman that you know that that the uh, that there's some that that um, there's there's more to like man's world than she was initially sh initially shown that there are some like positive aspects to it and that you know it's like hey it's like you know maybe she can like help the things out here you know but then um you know Wonder Woman's like Apollo also sends like the Gorgon like to uh, like like frighten Wonder Woman coming back and all it's like and by the end of the volume it's like well it's like she's kind of been given like she's convinced um her mother that you know maybe like you know like helping out man's world is like is is a worthy endeavor and well it's like and volume ends with her like you know just arriving on the scene to do just that and if you're thinking well wait a second so like the first first volume is just like wonder woman just you know convincing her mom to let her go and help man's world well okay that's fine but that's kind of like more of an act one than like a volume one had it been a proper volume one, we've gotten like a good, solid, self-contained, you know, like story here that that basically like had like a nice like right, nice um like selection, nice arc of like uh it's like a right rise, fall, and climax. But here it just kind of feels like the setup to the stories that um, Morrison and Paquette like you know were going to tell like as as they go on. It's more like a volume zero. Than a volume one, I mean, yeah, it's it's entertaining at, in the sense that, um, like more, it's interesting to see Morrison reincorporate, um, like some of Wonder Woman creators, um, William Moulton Marston's more um out there ideas, in the sense that you know, like he was big on bondage, and um, Morrison like reinterprets that as a as as the uh, women on Paradise Island are big on like submission to a loving authority, in the sense that yeah, it's like you're like you know. Authority is going to love you and all, but you've got to like you know 
say, yes, I want you to dominate me. And that's kind of, that is kind of like a big ass right there, especially when um, Wonder Woman like basically p positions this to Steve. It's like with a uh, the spike collar. And he's kind of like, the hell are you talking about, woman? So look, he doesn't actually say that. But um, it's, but it, but it, it's interesting to see him like do this. And it's also like one of the few Wonder Woman stories to openly acknowledge that, yes, this is like a island full, full of lesbians who like have no, no need of like of men and men in their life as, as well. And like, as it's also, it's also just like something for the, that is true throughout the next three, two volumes that um, Paquette's um, art is, is thoroughly amazing. Yeah. He might get a bit too arty with how the uh, pa um, panel borders are, are, are delineated because he's very fond of like you know non-standard um straight borders but he's he loves to use um wonder woman's um lasso as like a night as a uh, very fluid border between between the panels so it can be kind of maybe a bit tough to read at times with the uh but the level of detail and the overall dynamism that he brings to the art like is something that that is like constant throughout each of these volumes and basically if you like looking at like like great great art that tries to like you know push the boundaries then yeah it's like you're gonna want to read all three volumes but just based on that alone as for the story well the, the big problem with these three volumes is that um this this is a series that really um should have been published in one volume i realize that's kind of a big ask you know consider you know considering like you know how busy um like its creators can be like how in demand they are but um, Earth One, Wonder Woman, Earth One, Volumes One, Two, and Three, basically don't read as Volumes One, Two, and Three. They read as Acts One, Two, and Three of a of an overarching story. Like Earth, like Volume One is basically um, Wonder Woman realizing which that she doesn't want to stay on Paradise Island for the rest of her life, and she wants to go to Man's World and help bring the message of message of Paradise Island to like to the women of the of Man's World at large. Volume two is basically her doing that, but also like encountering the kind of resistance in the form of like man's of like the rulers of man's world, the military, it's like, and also specific other other specific bad actors like um like Leonard Zako, the like um for, like the villain known as Doctor Psycho in the uh, in the main mensal DCU here re envisioned as a it's like as a callous pickup artist and um. It's like and Maxwell Lord, who well, if you've seen um, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four, then you kind of know who you kind of get a kind of an idea who he is. But he's, but he's like the uh, the uh, psychically powered industrialist who um who basically formed the Justice League um back in the eighties. But also, it's like you know once wanted to control the world himself as well. Like and it's and it's also worth noting that uh, Wonder Woman snapped his neck. It's like in the lead up to a final. Final Crisis is part of like a multi-issue art called Sacrifice in her, like between her title and Superman's titles, and it's like, and also there's the uh, Specter of Ares, like the the God of War who um, it's like who has uh, been positioned in past Wonder Woman stories is like as one of her key antagonists, but um, it's like and well, it's like to say more about you know how Ares figures in into the story. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's a, uh, the, yeah, I mean, like, he's like, he's war, war incarnate. He's, he's like the big, like the big bad in that regard. But as far as like how Morse tries 
to mix him in here. I think it's really clever in the sense that, you know, that the writer basically goes, Hey, you know, it's like, why can't um, Aries and this other guy be the same person? I won't, won't say any more than that, but clever people will probably be able to figure out how, how that goes. But that kind of leaves a um, Wonder Woman Earth, Earth One Volume Two is kind of like the, uh, like, like the redheaded stepchild of these, of these volumes in the sense that it's basically, uh, you know, it's like, it's basically, you know, like, like Dana coming, coming to man's world, you know, spreading the good word of like her, her message and being, being undermined by like, by the, uh, like by, by the people of man's world who don't want her to succeed as well as un- introducing, um, Paul von Gunther, the, uh, it's like the, uh, Nazi, uh, it's like Nazi superwoman who um who tried to invade on um, Paradise Island, but um wound up having to submit to living authority. It's like in after after the uh, after the Amazons um soundly defeated her like her army's um like efforts, and like the the, uh, the twin threats of like her and and Zeko, what they they kind of represent. They're like they're they're both interesting. Um, Zeko's more than um uh, more than um von Gunther's, but it still kind of feels like, like, like we weren't, we didn't get enough time here in order to like really like flesh out, flesh out their, res, their respective threats. It's like, because um by the end of the volume, um, both Zeko and um, Von Gunther have been dealt with. Like even after they've like, they've both um kind of pretty much accomplished their aims. And it kind of feels, and so by the end of the volume, where um, Wonder Woman is basically established as like the new queen of the Amazons, it kind of feels like, okay, we're kind of like rushing things here, aren't aren't we? It's like we needed like like Dinah's ascension, which just kind of feels more like a matter of circumstance driven by plot um, than something that that truly felt earned, like in light of the actions of the like of the actors in this volume. So it's like at the end of um, volume two, I was kind of like worried that you know like Morrison like was kind of like gonna like maybe like kind of wrap things up you know overly quickly it's like at the end but well volume three took a long time to come out because it only because it, it only came out about a couple months about a couple months ago and so and had it to come out um say one month later it's like it would would have been like five years between volume one and its conclusion in, in volume three volume three however I do think is a uh, is a solid finale to the series, even even as it splits its time between um, the far future of a Paradise Island, because it starts off by telling us that that um, that the scenes we're seeing in the initially are are are, are a thousand years later. It's like basically basically like the Amazons won, but um, it's that we're now a thousand years in the future, and um, well, it's like you know how did we get there? That's kind of the question, and also, you know, like how are are how are the uh, the Amazons? How is hard Diana and the rest of the Amazons dealing with this like you know new female centric society that is also like being still being plagued by by men who realize you know what it was meant like to be men back in the day, and well, that's this volume three like offers like uh, like does set up a lot of interest interesting uh, setups because it basically has um diana just like you know investigating you know, you know what does it what is it going to take in order for um like for the uh like for, for them to overtake um like you know man's world and deliver a world where everyone 
where everyone is like, you know, happy with like how things, how things turn, turn out because while it's like Morrison is like basically arguing for a female centric, um, world, like over the course of these three volumes, it's like, it's, it, he takes pains to spell out in volume three that, you know, it's not something where like, you know, it's like the women win and the men lose. It's just like the women win and we all are better as like, as a result. It's like, that's, that's something that's kind of, I think it's kind of key, key here. It's like, and I think it's kind of lost on maybe some of the, on some of like some of the critics of this, of this volume, because, you know, it's like Morrison is arguing like, Hey, you know, like, 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 uh, giving like the world a more like female centric perspective is like, Hey, you know, it's like, it's not just like, you know, like the men lose, like, like everyone wins. We're all better as a result. And you know what? I think that's great. And I think that the way he presents things here, like really kind of works. I mean, when it's like when the, uh, when, uh, it's like when the governatrix of like, um, like of the world is threatened by a, by a male suicide bomber, it's like, well, she's not about to let you know, like, like, you know, snap his neck in order to like, pres like preserve the status quo. No, she just basically, she talks to him. She basically asks him like, you know, well, wh why do you feel this way? It's like, and this guy, it's like, you know, she, she's just kind of like talks him out of like, it's like out of, it's like out of like, um, out of being a su suicide bomber. It's like, and I, I really like, really like that that approach right there it's like it's it's like I, it's like i i do and i do enjoy what he what he says here it's like and also it's like it's it's telling that by the uh that in the final like uh portrait of like who's running um amazonia it's like the end where we also see um like von gunther and zico like as part of the ruling council so it's not just like they were just you know discarded and like dealt with as villains are but you know like they were like they like they were eventually like redeemed. It's like and basically added to. Um, it's like their their perspectives were like were they eventually came around to realizing you know that hey this 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 approach means we all win, and of course you know like there's also like you know lots of like fighting and all because Ares it's like has um he's been like um pulling a man's world strings all this time because you know God of War and all it's like and um we get like some really impressive like like fight scenes it's like as it's like as he unleashes his um like his mechs of destruction it's like on it's like on paradise island and also like like in the initial act and also when um he brings like mark the mark two like like giant mech to uh like to try and destroy destroy the island but but in the end um like like diana like has like like ha like has her own way to uh, like to disarm him so overall it's like i it's like I, I enjoy these volumes. I think that the uh, that they read much better like in one go, as opposed to say if you read them all like when they came out. And I think it's and I can appreciate what Morrison was trying to do here, but I think that um, that the writer's uh, approach to to doing this was kind of like hamstrung by by the format. I mean like three volumes over five years. I mean, that's even like a, uh, hard task to like, you know, keep, unless your series is like utterly transcendent, it's kind of a hard, it's, it's a big ask to like, you know, ask your audience to remain invested. It's like, you know, when your publishing schedule is like this super tragic. So, so, but now that since like all three volumes are, are available in print, I'd say it's like, yeah, go ahead and buy them. Um, maybe 
maybe you can feel free to go ahead and wait until um, volume three is in paperback or, you know, maybe wait and see if DC releases an all in one um, volume volume for the series, which I think would be the ideal way to, ex- to experience the series. I mean, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, it's got, it's like, it's got some pacing issues as far, like, as far as like, you know, how, how the story is spread out over several years, but overall, it's like I think the message it's telling and the way it was told, like, like are it's like are entertaining. It's like and worth your time. And also, it's like, hey, if you like if you like good good art, then yeah, it's like definitely pick this up. So so yeah, it's like this is I recommend this. And um, you know, sounds sounds like a, a pretty solid uh, recommend then. Uh, but I'll uh, you know in. Obviously, in the cheaper volume, maybe. Either wait, either like if you want to buy them now, cool. But you can also just wait until like volume three hits paperback and get all three of them at once. Or I don't know if DC is going to reprint all of these in like an all-in-one edition, which would be the ideal way to read this. But who knows? We'll see. Possibly. um, Do they? Is this available like as a like a download or online? You know, like I don't know if there's some equivalent to like. Uh, I don't know, like Comicsology DC, something like that. Maybe. Oh, you can buy these digitally, no problem. Digitally is what I meant to say. Imagine that. <laughs> so, all right, sounds interesting. Do you know what you're going to be talking about next week, sir? Oh man, it's like I. This is like a uh, rare, rare time when I'm kind of like spoiled for choice, as far as like you know what's what's coming next because, um, let's oh let's. Let's see, like um, Judges was our adventure. Um, Diamond is unbreakable. The final volume is arriving in the mail. It's like um, I've got Outcast by like Paul Robert Kirkman and Paul Azaceta. It's like the final volume is like on my to read list. I have the final volumes of um, Bendis's um, Superman. It's like as well. And um, oh, what what else? It's like oh, and then there's um, it's like the Hellfire Gala is um, spinning up in X Men. So maybe that will happen. At some, by the time I get through all this stuff. Oh, and then there's also um, King in Black, which I'm going to have to rope Myron in to, to talk about because, you know, it's it's Venom-centric, so we need his, like, expertise on this as well. So, yeah, it's like, I got plenty of stuff I want to talk about. It's just, you know, like, we'll, we'll as far as what happens next week, well, you'll just have to be, you'll have to be surprised. All right, we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right, laters.